right, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the 12 Questions Podcast. My name is Jeff Buck, and each week I ask the same 12 questions to a different race car driver. Up next is Will Power, currently the IndyCar Championship Points Leader going into the season finale at Laguna Seca. He has a 20-point lead over Joseph Newgarden, his teammate, and Scott Dixon, the six-time series champion. And uh, they will settle it all this weekend as Will Power is looking to win his second series championship. But before he headed out to the West Coast, we were able to do a quick Zoom and uh, knock out this 12 questions. You will hear a little bit of noise in the background. He had his children around and they were very interested in what he was doing. So they hopped over a couple times uh, if you hear kid noises there. But uh, other than that, let's jump right in and listen to our conversation. All right, everybody. I'm here with Will Power. Uh, Will, how are you doing, man? Thanks, thanks for hopping on here. Yeah, thanks. No, uh, I'm doing well, mate. Thanks for thanks for having me on. Yeah. So um, I think this is the first time we've done this. These are um, 12 questions I ask the same uh, to each person every week. So uh, they're not necessarily tailored for you, but um, just be interested to see how you answer. So um, the first one is, how do you feel about people who recline their seats on airplanes? Um, yeah, no, I, I have no problem with people who recline their seat on airplanes. I think, uh, yeah, it's totally normal and fine. You, are you tipping it back as soon as you get on? I am as soon as we take off. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm. So is that for comfort or sleeping purposes? It's, um, it's for both, uh, comfort and sleeping purposes. I sleep every time I get on a plane now, I just sleep. If, oh okay um yeah plus my back i pounded my back so broke my back or let's say compression fracture a number of times and broken it once so i definitely like my spine to be reclined oh well you know you probably have a better excuse than most people then so that, yeah. that makes sense to me yeah yeah uh how often do you get recognized at the grocery store um, I never go to the grocery store, so not very often. <laughs> I have gone and been, I have been recognized, but, um, yeah, everything's done online now ever since COVID. So you just, my wife orders all the groceries online, like literally never goes to the grocery store. That's, I mean, that's one of the only good things to come out of COVID, I guess, you know, yeah. you get anything delivered uh, yeah. now. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's a good thing. I think it's good for people to get out, but uh, yeah, yeah, certainly a convenient thing. Yeah. Um, on a scale one to 10, how good are you at replying to text messages in a timely manner? I'm, um, I try to be very, uh, very quick to reply. Punctual, punctual as that was called. Yeah. I tried to uh, reply uh to everyone always <laughs> on race weekends when you if you win a race or if you get a pole or something it's um um it's difficult because i try not to look at my cell phone over a race weekend but i always sit down and reply to everyone absolutely everyone uh so yeah very i i'm very particular about doing that <laughs> Wow, how do you make it through a whole weekend without looking through your phone? Yeah, I mean, no, I, I look I at it. The focus, but oh, I, I do look at it because I have to, because I have to get it, because um, I have to, you know, get text messages about schedules and such. But I try yeah. not to 
try never to look at it in the engineering office and um, I'm pretty, yeah, just, just to be focused on the job at hand. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, what is the best way to get out of a conversation with someone who won't stop talking? Um, to be honest and just say, look, I've got to go and, uh, um, yeah, I've got to do this. Just be honest, honestly, that's <laughs> the best way is not to make up some excuse. People actually, I think, respect brutal honesty at times. Um, sometimes you got to be a bit tactful, but yeah. You know, I, I do respect that. Not a lot of people have said that this year, but I can see where you're coming from on that. You know, everybody's trying to like not hurt people's feelings, but if you're just yeah. like, I got to go. Sorry. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I've done that before where I've had a friend call me and say, Hey, you want to come, you know, to this race? It's about a four hour drive. And, and I didn't want to go and I didn't want to make an excuse. I said, look, I simply just don't want to go. So I don't want to drive four hours. So I'm sorry. And he's like, yeah, yeah no, that's cool, man. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, if you could pick only one form of social media to use and drop all the rest, which would it be? I think, um, well, probably my personal Facebook account because you actually have all your real friends and people that you know. So that, yeah. Yep. Just so like the, the, where not like, uh, where you have tons of people, but the personal one where you're giving life updates and you see how other people are doing in their life and yeah. your friends from back home, stuff like that. Yeah, actual people that you grew up with and you know, that would be the one if I was yeah, to delete the rest. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, what advice would you give someone who is having a hard time getting over a mistake they've made? I would say learn from the mistake and um, because it's it's by mistakes that you actually become better at anything and um yes simply move on you've just got to keep moving forward you cannot dwell on mistakes you just can't because you learn on learn from them and move forward quickly the best people in the world do that uh at any discipline business you know sport um that's yeah a key mental aspect that you need to be successful yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting. Um, so this is a wild card question where I'm mixing it up for each person and, um, your friend Jennifer, I, I asked her for some help. Like, what should I ask you? And she said that you absolutely love comedy and you'll listen to it on the plane and laugh out loud on mm -hmm. the flight because you love it so much. So what, what, who are some of your favorite comedians? What style of comedy do you like so much that it, it gives you that much enjoyment? Uh, there's a few different styles of comedy. Um, Louis C.K. for me is probably the best stand-up in the world. Uh, Dave Chappelle's old, I like all Dave Chappelle stuff, but his older stuff, like uh, his special for what it's worth is one of the best specials I've seen. Uh, obviously watch a lot of my brother's stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, watch a lot of comedy movies. And there's certain YouTube channels that I watch that, uh, that are sort of prank comedy. I'd love Just for Laughs. I think they do a, f a phenomenal job. Just for Laughs. I have so many good gags. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I love love comedy. I love it. I think it's the best. I think it's uh, what the world needs way more of these days is laughing. Yeah. So with the prank stuff, um, you know, there, there's some sort of a fine line of, like, people that 
don't, uh, they're not going to think it's funny. They don't, it's, they're, a, they're like, why'd you do this? But then other people like, get it like what what's like the cringe factor on that like do you care if the if the if you're watching somebody and they're like no nah, i i don't want it to are they usually cool with being in on a joke or kind of thing well the prank comedy i find the funniest is when the person that is pranked like when he works out what it was and then laughs like or yeah no that's not true either it's, it's yeah it's the shock factor like if you're watching just for laughs, the shock factor of something that's um that, that's great. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's that's the part that I like about um, prank comedy is is you know if they're you know uh, some of the just for laughs ones are amazing. They they come up with some of the best gags. <laughs> but yeah, the shock okay. factor, and then yeah, depending on fart humor, it also is funny. I like it all. <laughs> okay. Um, if you some uh, if you felt someone intentionally made contact with you during a race, would you confront them, send a text, or just let it go? Intentionally, I'd probably ask them about it. Um, often, when you get taken out or something, um, either it's not intentional or just a bad move. You never really have to pay anyone back because it always comes around at some point to everyone hmm. in some other way. So um, I've been around long enough to sort of see that that's what happens. Uh, yeah, I definitely, I'd, I'd, uh, depending on who it was, I'd either text, call, or I'd definitely ask them about it. If it was yeah. 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 Okay. What movie do you think you've seen the most times over the last year? There's not a movie that I've watched uh, multiple times this year. More of a TV binger type? More of a TV show. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I can't. What, what are you into? Twice. I just finished uh, Better Call Soul. Oh, yeah. Just finished that. Um, I started watching The Kaminsky Method. It's pretty funny. Okay. I haven't seen yeah, that. Good comedy. Yeah. Oh, Nathan for you is probably the TV show I've watched over multiple times Nathan for you is pretty funny that's okay great yeah pretty uh, yeah very funny yeah I'll have to check that out I, I... Yeah, you gotta watch Nathan for you it's not okay. for, it's not for everyone it's a bit of a it's cringeworthy at times <laughs> but okay it's funny comedy it is all right uh, when you think about IndyCar five years from now, what are you the most optimistic about and what worries you the most? What worries me the most would be that it that, that IndyCar doesn't progress and move forward quickly because I think they have to just, you know, based on what Formula One has done with Drive to Survive and I guess their marketing plan, they've really, really grown massively. And I think that IndyCar has that potential, but they've got to, they've got to um, put the money in, and they've got to progress. Uh, what I'm most optimistic about is that they do do all that, and it does grow, um, and they get you know a, a reality TV show, and 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 it, and they grow the series. That's because I know it's it's one of the best racing products in the world as far as um, you know on track action. So yeah, that's that's what I'm optimistic about. Okay, okay. 
So uh, a magic genie appears and offers you the chance to go back to the beginning of your racing career and start all over. But the catch is that you get to keep all of the knowledge and experience that you have now. Mm. So do you go back uh, to the past and start again, or do you stay where you are? I've actually, uh, I've actually thought about that exactly. <laughs> like imagine going back to the beginning, but then I've gone, well, it, it may not take the same, it won't take the same path and you may end up something, you know, something bad could happen to you or it could take a totally different, you just can't do that. You may not. Yeah. It's, you just keep going forward. You couldn't, couldn't go back, couldn't go back because it's a very unpredictable thing of how that would yeah. play out. You'd certainly be way more potential for success, but you could also get in some strange accident that that uh, ruins your life. So, yeah, you just, yeah, you may not meet your wife. You may, there's many things. That it's just, yeah, life is the actual journey. So. All the, all the, uh, all the ups and downs that you have along the way are uh, just, uh, just a part of life and learning experiences. So yeah, I think I think I just stick with it. Okay, yeah, interesting. That's a good point. Um, so each week I ask a driver to give me a question for the next interview. And last week was Alex Bowman from NASCAR, and he wanted to know. Uh, do you have any interest in ever running a cup race? And if not, what is your bucket list race car aside from IndyCar? I definitely have a interest in running a cup race. I would love to. It's, uh, I love the series. I think I think the series is um, one of the the most competitive series in the world, and it's full of great drivers. So I would uh, definitely love to do a cup race. Um, yeah. Does it? Do you prefer oval or road course? One or the other, or either? I would, yeah, either. But it'd be very interesting doing oval. Mm -hmm. But I would do do either. I'd like to do one of yeah. it. Um. So I don't know specifically who the next interview is with, but it'll be somebody uh, on the NASCAR side. Um. Do you have a question that I might be able to ask a NASCAR driver? I think. Uh, I think it'd be actually a similar question, like. Um, would whoever it is like to do what Jimmy Johnson has done and uh, yeah. run an IndyCar well season, but you know, at least test a car. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That'd be interesting. Okay, cool. Well, man, thank you very much. And, uh, good luck with, uh, the rest of the season here. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. No, I appreciate you having me on. All right, everybody. There you have it. Hopefully you got to know willpower a little bit better. Uh, as we head into the IndyCar season finale, if you're listening to this uh, as a subscriber. If not, maybe you've heard this afterwards and maybe he's the champion now. Maybe not. Maybe he uh, something happened to Laguna Seca. I don't know. But uh, either way, I appreciate his time, of course, uh, and for coming on the podcast. Anyway, sorry my voice was a little bit hoarse this week, getting over a small uh, cold that uh, I'm fine now. But, um, <laughs> you know, just one of those things when your children go back to preschool. It's, uh, it's inevitable, and that's what happened to me, I think. So there you go. Anyway, appreciate you, as always, for listening. I will talk to you next time on the 12 Questions Podcast.